Good afternoon and happy time zone to every human on the planet who actually gives a damn and is coming to talk to me and GM. Um, sorry for being late. Uh, we were at the pub. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, yes, we were. I tell you what, the uh, the, the sun the sunshine in the UK it's thirty. It's thirty four degrees at the moment, so it's like, hey, we're on holiday, but we're actually in central Birmingham. Um, so it's a bit like it's um it's a bit of a, a juxtaposition, but. Uh, Everyone might have watched the Commonwealth Games, and then you can see it's a nice place to sit outside and have a drink. Uh, Jim is also horribly wrong. What is it? Is it? Oh, it's too. Is it because it's too hot? Oh, you you hate cold, don't you? you no, I meat. love I love cold. I hate hot. And more importantly, where the hell is there somewhere nice to sit in Birmingham outside for a bit? Well, where we were. That's all right. There's fountains and stuff outside. Just to be completely fair, me and Luke were sweaty messes. But I like hot stuff. Hello. <laughs> Some hot stuff. Anyway, welcome to the Tech Off Topic. I'm Mike Ellsmore and this is Jim Second. Hello, I'm Jim Second. And we are uh, doing our normal uh, tangential rant on stuff. We actually have, as usual, an amount of topics and I'm pretty sure that... We, oh my God, it's we have, we have lots of We have lots of topics, but... I've just plonked them in there and I have done no prep. I don't know what any of the tech is. Most of these things have just been barked at me by my team in Vonage on Twitter. So I have no idea what to expect. But one thing I have is on there I'm going to enjoy much later. So we're doing live research. Like a mixture of like, isn't that, isn't that what makes it kind of haphazard and makes it amusing is the fact that we have, like, let's, let's be honest, it's called a spade a spade. Like, neither of us know what we're doing. That's the second time you've said that today as well, God's sake. I think I said that on the last the last time we did one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, where should we start this time around? Do we, uh, you know what, screw it, screw it. Because I want to start on the lighthearted side of things. Purely because I'm also hot and melty. And um, I'm wearing a hat of somebody's uh, swag that I picked up this week. Dr. Dynamite. It's a Tyrannosaurus skull with a stethoscope and one of the silvery... Uh, takes notes. If you uh, watch this back, Richard, uh, who is my director at Vonage of Devrel, who is obsessed with dinosaurs. Um, free free plug there for that. It's quite cool. Do Doctor... Dr. Dynamite, Dr. Dynamite. Who, who is a slash was a Twitch streamer. He's the only proof that I have this intelligence in the north. Wow, that's what, 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 what's the, is there an in the chat room, by the way, because if there isn't, there'll be, the comments will start it already. No, the only person, the only people in the chat currently are Swedish. Okay. So we are fine. So, so they won't, they won't understand the slate, the general kind of slating of, uh, of, of, of various places in the UK. I really hope not. Uh, so anyway, yes. So <laughs> moving on, I want to start with the CEO. I added, because the, I added this last minute, and it's just—it's just, you know when you know you know when you get you know when you get something that happens on social media, and it just it just spawns the best kind of a whole subgenre of tweets and of, of of like memes, and you have to be on with it. So I added the crying CEO on, on LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> I I've only read I've only read the the genuine LinkedIn post that he put on there. I didn't even. He's American, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> I think. It's even, it's a, so, uh, to, to be, to be, to be clear, we're, we're, we're about to go through 
a worldwide recession and people losing their jobs is not funny. So um, I have a terrible sense of humor that's very shovel Freud. So, but a chief executive posting, uh, uh, he's obviously one of these chief executives, you know what they're like, the real sort of like, I'm an influencer. And then if, if you ask them if they're an influencer, they say, no, man, I just post the truth. I, I think that's the very core of being a LinkedIn influencer, though, isn't it? But LinkedIn is LinkedIn has become has started becoming a fantastic kind of comedy goldmine, hasn't it? Like in the last maybe two years. It started off with the um, it started off with that recruitment agency that sent all the lads to Ibiza, and that was and, and they did a promo video for it, and it was just like it was like ten lads in like white suits, and the only like women that you saw in it were like basically serving drinks. It was it was like if you want to do a bad parody of the recruitment like the recruitment industry, this was it. Yeah, do, we, do we need any more toxic max masculinity in the, the recruitment industry? Well, we've got we've got we've got we've got enough. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this chief executive, I don't know what it is, what, what, I don't know, I only looked at what his company was, what, 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 oh, he, what no, I haven't seen anything that either. He had to do layoffs and, and just, and instead of, instead of, uh, come on, can I find the picture of it? Instead of like, he pretended that he was making it about his employees, but he then made it about him where he was, this is the most, this is the most heartfelt thing that I'll ever post, which has become already become a sort of parody of LinkedIn that they yep. and like here's a, I, I took this picture. Someone commented on this saying, I wonder how many pictures he took of himself before he got the right one. And how many times does this small child have to kick him in the shin for him to get the correct reaction? <laughs> Chops loads of onions and rub them in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> how um, do you feel about your employees? Look at my Lamborghini. <laughs> actually, actually this 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 ties in very like I've been I've been watching uh, some friends of ours have been telling us uh, telling my wife and I insisting that we watch the American Office and I've been putting it off for ages because I know that the, sort of the start of it was based on the British Office and then gradually as time goes on that Gervais and Merchant sort of like said do you know what just just do it and it's the it's the writer of Parks and Rec yes and this this ties in really nicely with Steve Carell's character of what he's like the sort of he, we just watched the episode, and I remember that it was based on the plotline from the British one, where he has to sack someone for budgetary reasons, and is such a coward that he actually can't. That's this. That's the LinkedIn CEO. He's like, it's not my fault I had to sack people, and now I'm crying because I love them so much. Just, do you know what would be better? Don't do you actually, say anything at all. Did you actually read the post? I, I did, and it was very, very cringeworthy. But the only to... thing I will say there is a correction. He did actually own up to the um, it being his fault. Um, yes, he did. He did. He did. He started off by saying, "Like I take ownership of this, and I made a bad decision." Yes. didn't he? Which is. So, like, Fair so you, you are slightly wrong there. He actually just because most CEOs don't realize, like, but it's not our fault the economy's gone take a shit board. No, no, it, it's your fault you made a bad business decision. And now you're wanting people to pity you for having to lay people off because of your poor decision. Okay. There's a bit of, I think there's a bit of, um, I think there's a, there's a, there's a bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not, not recompense. Why is that in my head? Um, there's a, there's there's some salvation in there. It's not it's not some, it's not all bad. No. So uh, just to correct you, he did take ownership. However, 
there is the <laughs> my tears are genuine. I'll never be able to wash in gold again. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I, I, you know, um, I'll never be able to do, take it. This is the hardest decision I'll ever take in my life. If you plan on being a chief executive, if you, I should if, hope uh, it's not. I'm not. not I'm, I'm sure you'll have to do worse. This, this, <laughs> so. The complete tech off topic tangent that this reminded me of. Um, have you put a link to the actual thing, by the way? Like the, for, for the LinkedIn post. Yeah. No. Has he deleted it? Uh, no, I'm not. Because the problem is, uh, what I'd actually want to do is find the ones that are mocking him afterwards. Like, oh yeah, there's loads. There's hundreds. There's of lo them. Um, and I saw one of those, and I didn't really get it at first. And I thought, this is a bit weird. And, and as it went on, I thought, okay, this is clearly outrageous. So it's a parody. But what's it a parody of? And it hadn't clicked that. I hadn't clicked that this CEO thing had gone as viral as it had. Um, what, come on, there's got to be. I want to. I want to. I want to do a link to it. You, know, you can put the link in there yourself, you lazy booger. No, I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah. That's. I also can't be able to do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to be fair, I'm just surprised that you haven't gone straight for the gold dig, which is the. Uh, how does it feel being the only person I know to have been laid off on average once a year? That's true. That my my, <laughs> my career my career has been fairly stable. Where I've managed to, uh, I've actually uh, made like when I want to leave, I say I'm going to leave and I'm going to go to another job. Um, I I gather you've not been so fortunate. Well, to be fair, I haven't had to work for a land of toxicity like you have. I've uh, been in great places where poor things have happened, and then you've just been swimming through a shit storm. That's, I'm going to be three times. I'm going to be dip, diplomatic about things here and just say, I mean, I'm, I'm, to be to be fair, I'm, I'm writing a careers talk to give at the moment, and the careers talk is, I think the provisional title is I experienced employer red flags, so you don't have to. Oh, I'm going to be in the back of that talk, by the way. <laughs> there will be active heckling. I am. I am. Uh, I'm. 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 Uh, I'm doing research at the moment by trying to get everyone's worst employment stories. So if you have any, please send. There are lots of them, but some toxic workplaces in tech. I hear there is. Um, uh, there's 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 plenty of them. Um, I, just, <laughs> I experience some. It's mainly it's for junior developers yeah. of, of like of trying to steer them so that they don't leave tech kind of immediately because <laughs> it's some sort of dreadful place. Exit stage. Level. When I was talking about. What this led me onto the, I'm going to go a tangent that you didn't expect is, um, <laughs> which means that I get to do like a little stagger. I've got to find it. I get to, um, I get a little story time. So I was talking to, we met a, uh, we met a, a, a mate of ours, Luke, Luke Brown, who runs the, the JavaScript group in Birmingham. And um, it suddenly reminded me of this kind of meme culture of things going out of people posting like total nonsense on things like LinkedIn of um, the, account um twitter account that i only discovered in about may of this year and it's the didn't happen of the year awards pardon um, have you not come, have you never come across this okay i need to prepare myself because i haven't actually done some you know I'm, I'm a bit a bit of a sort of um uh, useless and all over the place um, um so there's a twitter account and there we go um and it's for all of those a beautiful collection of all of those things where people post. Um, the reason why I came across it was Peter Bone, a British MP, said in, in uh, no, it was on Twitter, and he said, I don't understand why um, people are jumping on the Prime Minister's back 
I was sitting at a, I was sitting outside in a cafe in my constituency in some posh place. And do you know what? A constituent came up to me and said, do you know what, Peter? I think that Boris Johnson is doing a fantastic job and blah. And the replies are all, come on, Peter. This this didn't happen. I think did even it? I jumped this, on this, that one. I think you're lying. Yeah, this didn't happen, did it? Um, Was this cafe a strip club? <laughs> um, we're not going to go into, the, into into politics, but in general, you know, well, I don't know. The current climate, you lent, you lent into that. There's a warning in the script. There is. Don't get onto it. Um, so the didn't happen of the year awards um, are are it's, it's 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 just for finding these gems of stuff that people come out with um, and. Um, two of them. I'm not. I, I'm going to find the one I want to, um, which is which is the which is called the almonds. The what? <laughs> the almonds story. Um, I'm going to drop the link into the account, which is uh, underscore d h o t y a. I think. I've got it. I've got it. This is fantastic. It's from the look of the styling. It's from Facebook. And I'm going to I'm going to read this post that someone put on Facebook that won I think it won the award this year for the didn't happen of the year awards. Okay, curious and curiouser. Today, I was eating almonds on a bench in the park, and a lady walked by and started yelling at me. Okay, we're not we're not off to a good start here. Like, can I have some context? Or... You should not be eating almonds. I have a severe allergy, and so does my son. <laughs> you ready? Are you ready for it? I don't. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to be able to keep a straight face with this. Without saying anything, I calmly reached into my yellow purse and took out my essential oil blend. Then I stood up, still without saying anything, and injected her and her son with the blend with the needle that I keep in my purse for situations like this. In brackets. It happens more often than you think. <laughs> then I gave her an almond and told her to eat it. After she finished, she told me that several doctors have prescribed her medication for her allergy and none of them actually worked, but mine did. She actually asked me if I was literally a doctor. And when I told her I wasn't, her jaw dropped. You aren't? Nope, I said smugly. So today, not only did I get a new customer for my blend, but I also got a hundred pounds as an apology for bother for her bothering me. She also asked for the rest of the bag of almonds. <laughs> just um, just uh, just to correct you on one thing, uh, that was a champion for twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two has still not been selected yet. Oh, okay. Um, I look forward. To, I look forward to stuff that shit posts on Twitter, on on LinkedIn and Facebook. I remember reading this and just thinking, I, I cannot believe you have. I can't believe you you've put this out and you expect people to people to. I took. I calmly took out a needle and injected you and your son with my blend. Not gonna lie, that sounds like the beginning of some sort of fan fiction from somewhere deep in the dark web, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, very much so. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm definitely gonna agree. Not that I read much. Um, I tell you what, I, I, I remember years ago reading some Harry Potter fan fiction, and that's wild. There's some, there's some real out there stuff. There's some dark places on the internet for a reason. 
uh, yeah, I don't think I have the time to investigate them all now. But, um, so, but um, I don't want that stuff in my house with my children. <laughs> anyway, there we go. There was my ridiculous tangent. I think you should pick the next topic. I picked the first one, mate. Um, but oh, sure. Oh, crap. Okay. I, I, like, right, I'm going to pick the one that I picked because I realized, like, we haven't talked about that one. It's kind of relatively big deal. DigitalOcean buying CSS tricks. Like, admittedly, this happened like back in March. I didn't find out until July. Mainly because I can't front end for shit, so I don't actually look at CSS tricks that often. I, I did. I went to I went to mentor at Code Bar yesterday, and one of the students was specifically doing building blocks on purpose for HTML and CSS. Realized that I I, I can't I, I can't think I don't think I can I I managed to. To, to gradually work out how a gradient works. Just using linear gradient. Oh, no. I was about to say, in general or just in CSS? <laughs> just in C- I don't, no, I've, got, I've got good experience with gradients with the paint tool back in the Mac, um, Claris Works. That's what it was. I used Claris Works. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you born before 1999, that is a old man reference. But do you know what it is? Yes. <laughs> You see, you know what it is. They made it briefly Apple Works, and now I don't know. Um, so that's quite. That's quite. That's that's quite. A, you, you, where are they going with this? <laughs> right. So why, why have they bought them? We're we're all aware that for most open learning things to exist, there has to be some amount of money there to keep it going. Like GitHub exists because Microsoft like shoved a buck ton of money up its ass. And it's now alive, and they're able to keep a lot more physically have more disk drive space for more free things. Fantastic, wonderful. But what happens when they just decide to do a Google and go? It's not making a penny. Let's kill it. Um... It's the reason why I bought it off. Is like, what happens if this gets Googled? Do. <laughs> What's the name of that website again? Oh, the kill, graveyard. Killed kill, kill by, by Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, wow, I think there's more dead Google products than there are live ones at this point. But, uh, you know, if you create a product like that, you don't care. Your bank account's going ching, ching, ching. But it, like, so how many times have you, earlier on in your career, gone to W3 schools, the MozDocs, or, well, the MozDocs are a different thing because that's actually owned by a foundation and they're pretty safe. Or like CSS tricks to actually copy and paste some stuff you need to do in a blade template back into the... Well, I started, I started using Symfony first, so that's the, the templating engine's the wrong way around. Sorry, but, in a Twig um, template. Templating engine. What's but, that? It's basically a mustache. <laughs> what, um, but yeah, so I what happens it, when they just decide to kill it and all this like free learning inf- uh, information just disappears? That's that's, that's interesting. That is... Um, W3Schools is still... Is it... Who who owns it? Is it? It's a foundation that owns it, right? W three schools. Uh, is it the is it the World Web Foundation? No, that's W three C, not the W three schools. W three schools is so it's it's got like a foundation thing. Um, according to the footer of it, it always feels I, I started. It's off, owned by Resnev Data. Oh, oh, I didn't realize it was owned by a private company like that. That sucks, shows my naivety. So, but they are, uh, Resnev is connected to a university learning environment. 
So they are relatively protected. I know, but well, but there's a, there's a, there's all that stigma of like whenever whenever I type in anything, I, it goes to on Google. Your first result is always W three schools. Always scroll down to the Mozdocs. Um, you know what? Saying scroll down to the Mozdocs has somehow triggered off my phone, which is now listening to me and thinks that I want to ask it something. They're after us. I think I think Mozilla are like, let's catch up with Google by um, like injecting injecting some sort of worm into. Uh, I into, think Mozilla are just trying to play catch up with Google because they suck. Yeah, well, well, well yeah, we covered that last time. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Um, we, we've trolled on Mozilla a few times now. Just to be fair, even yeah, though they, they've taken their flag, um, <laughs> they've deserved it. Uh, but yes, so what happens if DigitalOcean, like, so DigitalOcean is pretty developer friendly and pretty learner and hobbyist friendly. Their blog post is amazing for anybody of any skill level to learn how to do some relatively complex Linux stuff. But what if they just decide to kill it? DigitalOcean, DigitalOcean PHP Land have got some really, really good, good tutorials for, for like Docker containers and things like that. Mm. Um, when, when you want to spin up an, an Ubuntu box and you want like a, you know, Postgres kind of setup out of the box. They've been really, really good for that. Why would they, but, but CSS Tricks essentially is a learning resource. I mean, it's not going to cost them a lot of money to maintain. No. So why would they, why would they ever kill it? Oh no, my brain just went straight to like, oh God, what if they Google this thing? Ah, Mike the Doommonger. <laughs> ah, <laughs> at your service. I even have a, I have a channel point redemption for this normally, which is just me saying I'm a miserable old man. Um, yeah, and a timely reminder for you and for all the audience that you are younger than me. You do remember this, right? True, but because I'm several inches taller than you, people think you're a child. That's 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 them. Harking back to didn't happen, did it? Mike? No, no one. As as I have been an adult, no one has mistaken me for for a child. No, I'll they... admit I haven't been ID'd for for um, alcohol as much as I would have liked, but I now am. Um, conceding I have grey hair, and they just stopped asking me. Ah, uh, it's fine. It just means you fit into the category of homunculus. What's homunculus? Perfectly formed, miniature human. What's that? I think we're straying away from PC lines here. What, what, what are you trying to, trying to say I'm a dwarf? <laughs> humunculus. Humunculus. Are you making words up? It's just like that Blackadder episode where they make things, they make up Flip. words. Um, please accept my homunculus donations. Um, homunculus is an actual term. It does stand for a perfectly formed miniature human. It was actually a term created by the church. The, what do you mean? The, the that sounds like a video game baddie. Like any particular denomination of church? But, you know, popiness and all that crap. <laughs> Just popes and things. It's the reason why cherubs and, uh, unfortunately, Jesus was always depicted in before oh, the Renaissance as oh, a fully grown man, but oh, about I, this tall. I see where we're going with this. Um, oh man, religion is wild. <laughs> um, it's a good thing neither of us are religious. We do, well, I think personally that for tech off topic, we're getting better at this because <laughs> I'm looking at my screen and it is Digital Ocean's takeover of CSS tricks, and we've ended up with tiny humans on the side of churches, and we have we were, we've done a mission accomplished here. I think. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Ultimate tangent. <laughs> I expect both of our screens to come up with a little Xbox symbol. Bing! <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. We've covered that, so... What's next on the list? Um, hopefully it'll be something that doesn't make me cry. It's your pick. It's your pick. It's your pick. Um, <laughs> come on, it's your turn. You have to set the pain. Um, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for right. Dropping things right. So, so our 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 developer advocate in JavaScript basically has made my job more difficult because the two things happened in PHP land, and they just happened. And I thought. I don't have time for more innovation. I don't want to pay attention to this. And then he like tagged me on Twitter, and I just thought, please, I like don't tag, don't give me more work with innovation. Right? Oh God, I'm, I'm right. scared of which Number one this one, is. Do you know you are a JS developer with microservices primarily? What is AstroJS? Because I don't know what it is. Oh, AstroJS is a really nice framework for actually building websites in. So it's a pink, more opinion. So you know how React is not really a framework; it's just a library that you then still need a whole bunch of other things to glue together to make it do it. Tell me about it. Yeah. So, but Angular is a very much more opinionated framework, but it's a lot bulkier and bigger. It comes with all nuts and bolts built in. That's why I like it. Because it comes with all nuts and bolts. Unlike it my tells brain. me how to do things. <laughs> Astro is slightly more like that, but it's still very, very early on in its life cycle. Like. I've seen very few people build Astro things in production and it's existed in JavaScript for about a year or so. Um, somebody who knows frameworks more than me is, you know, m more likely to know this stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's a relatively new... What's it, what is it? What, what, as, a, as a JS, is it, is it, is it, is it, front, is it full stack? I think it's a full stack. Because I can see that they're sponsored things like Netlify, and I know that you deployed no, Netlify. I, I, I do. Is it, so is it Jamstacky? I think it's a Jam, like I've, I've looked at it, I've installed it, but like as far as I can tell, it's just an alternative to Next.js. Right. So Next.js is just React with all the tooling to be able to run it as an actual server with things. Right. And as far as I can tell, Astro is the same thing where it builds on static assets and serves our website. And if you wanted to, you can just build out the stack assets and dump it on GitHub pages oh. if you're cheap like me. Okay, cool. In that case, I can see on the document that you've highlighted the link. Somebody has taken that that and thought, you know what? It's back end that's like would be executing normally on lambdas within Netlify, I think, for to build the back end or something. No, like no, that. It'd normally be done as a build step and then the static assets are dumped in there and then any dynamic content is then done as a lambda after the fact. It was an API call normally. Okay, right. Yeah, someone's got PHP running in the back. Yeah, why? <laughs> because why not? But no, 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 no. The only reason the things like Astro work with that whole API-derived functions slapped onto the side is because of certain pieces of tech like functions and lambdas. PHP is great. It's terrible at the same did time. You, did you, sorry, 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 sorry. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? He, Mike Elsmore just said, PHP is great. <laughs> Before I quit doing JS, I've been doing JS for longer than you've been doing up till now. I think you've probably had, you've done more JS than I've had hot dinners. So I will, I will concede defeat on that. None of that's good, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, the PHP you touched was probably terrible anyway. That, that's just me as an engineer. Um... I'll give you two. It was because it was old school PHP, which was rubbish. Uh, oh no, because I did some stuff in. No, oh, no, it's all pre seven. Yeah, no, it's all terrible. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, however, um, PHP is not really designed and never has been, and none of the VMs and everything around it for running as fast microservices. So it's built as those functional blocks. The, the, literally, the, okay. the JIT engine and everything is not designed to do that. 
it's designed to be running a full routing engine and doing a full stack. But if we go really, if we go really bonkers, the fact that the fact that can we name drop the person that's actually done it because you know they've got to take the credit for doing something that quite frankly is bonkers. Yes. Um, Ah, damn it! I didn't post the. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get the ding of the link. I've got the link to the. I've got the, to the link to the actual, like the actual, the running code, VS code instance that you can actually look at it and watch it happening in action. Um, but um, what I would say is that recent benchmarks with PHP eight and React PHP, mm-hmm. and if anyone doesn't know what that is, that that is PHP running with an event loop that makes it very notable. But it still isn't part of core PHP, so you can't really it's, count it's it for not, production. The, fi- the fibers part of it that it runs on this, is now part of core yeah, PHP. This is like bloody PHP Ratchet from 2012. I'm just... All I'm just saying is that the, if you look at benchmarks now, it's like starting to contend with Node. I mean, it's it's, mm. it's, it's blown out like... It's, it's, it's blown like Python and stuff out there. I was about to say... Like, Node only works when it's a single job process. If you try running, say, a full flat Node instance as a, an actual application, PHP nukes it out of high water. Oh, yeah. Because the schedule is... Use the right tool for the right job, right? Yeah. So, um, so, with that in mind, coupled with, like, actually microservicing PHP and throwing it into Astro, I mean, is that, like, bonkers? I mean, should it happen? No. But your scientists were so preoccupied about whether... <laughs> We said this last podcast. No, this was this was like this was too pop. Was it? I used I used this I used this like Jurassic Park quote far more than I should. Oh, um, Jeff Goldblum. There you go. The man, the man, the actor, the legend who can play such variety of characters as Jeff Goldblum. No, no, no. He plays other characters as Jeff Goldblum. It's, no, we have curly Jeff Goldblum and your hot grandpa. Your hot grandpa. Where's this come from? Jeff Goldblum in the last five to ten years. He's just he's just an attractive grandpa. Is this is this like a polled kind of? Um, have you got research facts for this that, that generally he's regarded as a hot grandpa? If you ask Chat, Chat is modern Jeff Goldblum hot grandpa? Is this one of these things? Where, is this like this sort of this this gross kind of silver, silver fox thing? That, that, yeah, the one thing that, I wish to be when if I wasn't fat is that like the George the George. <laughs> George Clooney. So I totally glossed, <laughs> because, off, the, you, like, glossed pro- off the fact process that... Process it, it's like, fuck. So, yeah, so we're saying, we're saying like, okay, Mike Strike, body image into it. And like, okay, look, look it's fine. I'm not going to say, you know, you're not fat, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, oh, I'm fat. I look like I ate me 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> anyway, chat agrees with me. Let's move on. Um, but that okay, is an amazing quote. The hot, the, the hot, like, you say, hot old dilf type thing. <laughs> yes. I did work. I did work with. Uh, I did work with a, with, a, with an IT manager. Like, he's a really, really, really nice guy. Uh, did a job many, many years ago. And uh, the first thing that a new temp said was, "I like him. He's a dilf." And I thought that was, like, that was the first, like a, a beer after work, and the first thing that came out of their mouths. Campaign app. I'm not going to name names. It wasn't campaign app, but I know. I was just trying to give the period of your career. A, uh, about 2009. Yeah, around about then. Oh, right. um, oh so campaign amp, fantastic company that I worked for. That, um, that sadly, uh, COVID nailed them. Uh, I, I, I applied to be their developer of Angel just a long time ago. Uh, I'm quite glad I didn't stay there. 
Yes. Um, they needed your skill set and not person that they ended up getting, which was um, which was someone in marketing. Oh, and if you want to appeal to, although to be fair to their decision, you didn't know much about the music industry, and yeah. there needed to be a lot of that. Um, no, this but is, the difference this is, is that stuff I could learn on top of it without having to retrain my entire career base. Learning about the underlings of the music industry, it's a very strange the place. The dark corners. There are the lots of strange industry. kind of like Universal Music's actually, licensing actually, program. Actually, when you say that, it wasn't far away from. I, I, uh, Invoke I, the madness. I mentioned, I mentioned on Twitter uh, after the Commonwealth Games that um, uh, that I was going to buy. Um, I was talking to. Uh, oh no, I did this last time. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, we are truly on a massive tangential episode today. Yes, well, isn't that? I decided I, in my in my brain. I thought I'm going to make. I'm going to really go off topic as much as possible. I, 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 I'm, 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 if you hear me saying that's a bad thing, it's just like normally we're like ah next topic. It's like nope, nope. We 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 just flowing. So we've had homunculus, hot grandpa, <laughs> <laughs> doing doing well. The the, the way a podcast okay. should be. I am going to raise up the next one, and it's purely because of something that literally scares the bejesus out of me. Um, is this this is this is the one where I said I wanted to take it off because it's it, it, it mentions my company's chief competitor. No, 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 no. That one actually is a good product, so I'm okay with that. Um, and you should also be fair to the competition when they do work, good work. I mean, it's no such a big secret that if one of if one of if our chief competitor, like our chief competitor, releases a product, it's very much one on one. It's like. If it's not there, then it'll be worked on. If it is there, then you know, that's how you reflect it. No, it's PHP Edge. Wasm on PHP. Oh, oh. I didn't realize this would scare you. Okay. Right. So I've worked I know, with I know, I know nothing. I know nothing about WebAssembly. Right. WebAssembly itself, if you are a smart cookie and you can do that stuff, you know what? Yes. Because like the access to doing things in on the actual GPU and stuff, if you actually want to do that... I, yes, I asked this last time, so it was just just for, just for clarification, because I don't want to do this assumed knowledge thing. Yeah, I'm doing because I don't know much about. I know in theory what WebAssembly is, mm. but what is it? <laughs> so on in your browser, it compiles stuff on your browser to machine code, and therefore it's like highly optimized. Okay, is I'm going to read the literal uh, instruction. Uh, distru Destruction. Destruction. <laughs> Dark corners of the music industry. D12. Destroy. Um, I don't know why I did a D12. Why D12? You were thinking of Eminem's um, kind of like short-lived, uh, the ones that did Purple Pills, which is really yeah, dreadful. Yeah, his, uh, you know, his rap gang that... <laughs> it's like such a great white boy thing to say. His... Oh, I, uh, what do you call it? Um, it sounds like my dad. Um, his, uh, <laughs> his, um, his rap gang, you know, the, 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 um, the posse, the posse of rude boys. The only posse I legitimately <laughs> like is involves clowns. Oh, so. not the, no. Okay, not the insane clown posse. Yes, that's on. the one. They were, they were rubbish. You were rubbish. Anyway, <laughs> WebAssembly. <laughs> your mum joke. Right. Sorry, <laughs> WebAssembly is more important here. No, no, no. I just want to get to the definition so I can close the window again. Because I want to read the instruction. So it's WebAssembly, abbreviated as WASM, uh, is a binary instruction format for a stack-based virtual machine. 
WASM is designed as a portable compilation target for programming languages, enabling deployment on the web for clients and server applications. Essentially, think of it as a universal language compile version. What Java was meant to be before it became the dick that it is. Uh, okay, I'm with it. I'm so with we it. have the Java stacklets that you can inject into stuff and would run on the web, and then you had Java apps, and it was using the, the whole part language. Point of what they were trying to do with JVM, which was like compile natively, rather than having to then spend 15 years learning the witchcraft of JVM tuning to run it as a server. I don't know about that, but you sound angry about it. Oh. Was it? Was it? Was it bad? Oh, I failed Java three years in a row at university, and I've never been able to get along with it since. And every time I've been forced to do it with a job, it just makes me want to punch people. This just, um, um, you know, when you get like like clips of Family Guy or or, or or The Simpsons, when like the brain just goes and there's a monkey like clashing a symbol in, in his head. That's what's just happened. I've just tuned out. Java, Java three with the sausages, and I'm just there going. Oh, do you know what? I really like the view from here. Actually, sorry, nice sorry, sorry, crackle. I do get, <laughs> but but I do get the actual con the concept is. So the concept is it's meant to be a universal. Awesome. So you can put it into a web browser and it will have lower level access to bindings than JavaScript does, because it's an actual binding that's injected into there. Yeah. <sighs> that's about all I've ever used it for. We've I've only ever used it in one of my jobs. We had a Rust application that stood up its own web server serving JavaScript. So to make life easier, we used WASM to do that. I also thought that was over-engineering, but that's just me. My, most of my days, whenever I speak to any of my mates, are basically stories of over-engineering. So um, I, heard a, yeah, I heard a horror story just for this about over-engineering. We love it. Um, I'm starting to... I used to have, like, real, really bad... Um, uh, really, really bad imposter syndrome about the fact that I just thought, well, I'm just learning these... I'm just learning these like monoliths of PHP with JavaScript sprinkled over the top. And, and I feel like I'm a dinosaur. You are, as you're I'm, old. As I'm getting more and more like experience, I just think, do you know what? Don't feel so bad about this when you're trying to do concepts of over-engineering the way that they're going. But, so WASM. So my fear with WASM on PHP is the fact that it's going to allow people to do some really, really, really hokey things in a language that isn't meant to do it. The best languages for WASM are ones that do concurrency well and multi-threading, <laughs> which is not <laughs> that's That scares a living bejesus out of me. So, you know, if... <laughs> If if Laurent, if Laurent Tan is listening to this sneak, like good news, <laughs> your work is about to it's about to about to explode. Um, you got the PHP the, the CV code. Hey, hey, here are some target vectors you never thought were going to be possible, but have now been created. PHP on Wasm. Well, it's Plasm on PHP. If you drop, if you drop the, oh, I can't. Remember. We drop the link in for for this. Uh, no, but I can. What it actually is, because we haven't actually said what it is. So it's PHP Edge. So it's the product is well, the product, the repo is PHP Edge, and it's running PHP on Edge functions. So is that so? When it's net, net, Netlify Edge. Netlify Edge. So um, everyone. Knows. Just as an FYI, um, I don't like Netlify functions. I. I think they're terrible. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care. 
<laughs> oh god, no! This is worse than what I thought it was originally. Oh, good. I like to see you stressed out. What's stressing you? So out? I thought it was originally Wasm on PHP. So using PHP as the compile time to run it. Hence, my brain was going, "That's really bad. PHP is not designed for multi-threaded workloads. No, this is the other way around. This is running PHP inside a Wasm on other stuff." That sounds. That sounds awesome. That sounds terrifying. I love it. I love it. But that's how they're solving the whole multi-threading thing. They're not because they're just using a single thread PHP. Fudge me. Which is how all of the concurrency and fibers and stuff. Because the fight, the fiber stuff in PHP is not actually, um, it's not actual true concurrency at all. It still, it still spins up threads to deal with it. it well, it's, it's, co- it's co-routings. It's co-routines. Where it's just, where it's just actually allocating. CPU time. It's like thinking about okay. JavaScript. Ah, JavaScript's multi-thread. No, no, no. It's just on an event loop, and it just happens to run the event loop really bloody quick. Yeah. It's not actually multi-threaded. It just throws shit at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> oh, great! I love the. the um, why is the example running PHP seven point four? That's that's quite old. Um, I love your. I love the. the, 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 the <laughs> you know when you you got this kind of image of well-oiled corporate machines um, yes. of like, well, I bet, I bet, you know, when it comes to Oracle Cloud, they must have the best of the business running that. They must be amazing. They must have engineers that, what you just said that smells of that, which is nobody knows what they're doing. It's all a load of bollocks. <laughs> it's, it's absolute rubbish. There's, there's something there's like an Excel spreadsheet somewhere that has like config options that gets pulled in by somewhere, and you know that it's actually happening, even though it should. It, should, it definitely shouldn't happen, but it does. And someone says, Can we please not do the thing? And they're like, We have never tried not doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> do, don't touch that. Who told you to do this? Somebody on a committee months ago decided and they quit afterwards. Oh yeah, design by committee. That a good a good design by committee example is there's a build. There's, we can't see it from the view out here. But there's a building that was um, that was sort of out that way. And um, when I was growing up, um, we kind of called it the Lego building. And it was uh, it was um, it was just so just so you know, for, no one listening is going to care. But for for reference for you, it's the the building that, where the octagon's going to be in in Birmingham City Centre. The octagon is the big, the, the putting up a big thing. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but it, huh? it looked like it looked like a weird kind of it looked like a weird Lego building where none of it, none of the building made sense. Like none of like the whole shape of it. It, it was built in the sort of night in the mid eighties, I think. None of it made sense, and um, I never thought about it until it started being pulled down to make way for another building. And I was on this. I was on this forum um, called Skyscraper Skyscraper News, I think is the forum. And you get a lot of people that are sort of in the know in architecture and and like urban planning and stuff like that. And um, they said, like, this is a, a classic example of design by committee. This building is designed by committee. And then I realized, like, oh, there's loads of parallels with tech here. This is exactly the same. It was known as the mullet building. Because, because <laughs> it was like... It was brick, and then it had the 80s long glass windows, which didn't really work with it. And then for some reason, the lift shaft and all of that was on the outside, like the sort of the Lloyds building in London. 
but was completely in grey and it was in like some sort of fiberglass thing. Why does that sound so it like, like the, a giant mullet? Why does that sound like the Wesleyan building? A bit actually so similar to that. So you know you know that what's happened in reality in designing that building is 20 people got around a conference conference table and just went no all the, all the cooks all the cooks around the around the broth going no can we do this yes okay and then you end up with just like you know um, a sort of a hideous gruffalo of a building i have a better better explanation for this somebody in the committee is like ah and there's, there's the architect building serious buildings corporate blah, blah, blah. you've just got the intent at the back in the corner going, but you know what it's going to be fun at the weekends. Mullet! <laughs> Straight out the window. <laughs> Smash! Design by, have you got any design by, have you got any tech? Actually, it'd be funnier if it was not tech. Have you got any non-tech design by committee examples? Because design by committee is hilarious. No, they're all tech-based for me. Oh, it's so it's so funny when you see. Mainly because like, the only thing that would have worked would have been hack fronts, and at which point I had the benevolent, benevolent dictating uh, committee. At which point everybody got to have a say, and then I get to tell them to bugger off, and it was my choice. So you know, so Python basically, you know. Yeah, that's what Guido is good for. I know. Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm, was good for. I've not. But, but how long has he not been on the? Didn't he step back from the board like two years ago? My Just God. before the can uh, the pandemic? I don't. I know clearly. I know nothing. Um, I I didn't know. I didn't know he'd stepped stepped down. So who makes the decisions in Python? I think it's a committee. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I may be wrong, but I swear to God, I remember reading something about Guido going. I need to take some time in like stepping back, doing what Linus Torvald should have done about ten years ago. So. But I was about to do a parallel there, but then you threw Linus in. Um, so I normally do, like but usually it's Linus Sebastian, not Torvald. The the the, the PHP um, that I've just I, I, I can't digest that, so I'm not going to. Um, the PHP uh, the PHP Foundation is exactly the same thing, right? Pretty much. Yeah. We have designed by committee now in PHP. Let the fires burn. <laughs> That's just PHP. No, no, I'll let you. I'm not going to let you have that. Twelve one. That's years. Lazy. That's lazy. PHP four through to seven. I, that the, the ter terrible, ter terrible, terrible times for programming languages. Um, is there anything left on the on the list? Oh no. Yeah, no. there's only one left. Unless so, um, chat, feel free to throw in comments for me and uh, Jim to go <laughs> exceedingly tangential on. Is anybody? Is anybody? Oh, yeah, like if, if you, you feel free to completely take it up. Has anyone, has anyone actually posted anything yet, or has anyone just been polite oh, and silent? Yeah, there's a, there's a, the traditional amount of shit posting. We even have a new <laughs> software engineer in there. The, uh, tradi the traditional amount of shit posting. I like that. You've been in my streams before. You know what it's like. Oh yeah, no, no. I, and also, also, considering the last topic is involves our chief competitor Twilio, um, I've been on Gary Hogan's like live streams many times and generally kind of shit posts and you know, sort of knows that I do it. Jolly does it as well, but he just happens to be family friendly. At the same he's time. actually he's actually done that. To, I think that Michael Jolly has done that to me. Possibly trolled you. Yeah, but trolled me within someone else's within someone else's Twitch. Oh, one hundred percent. Probably on mine. But actually, I'm doing a top secret project. Not top secret at all. I'm doing a top secret project. Top men. I'm doing a top secret project that. It involves deep grab at the moment, so I am talking to Michael at the moment, and he's kind of helping out, which is kind of cool. Oh, he's a legend. 
because uh, you know um, he's bald, he's bearded, he does carry. What's not to like? Uh, anyway, there's the final point, and you know, as a good citizen of the developer oh, relations no, space, no, you're gonna okay, go on then. Uh, I bought you the last one. You're it. gonna have to do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a sign of a good developer relations person in the fact they can talk about the competitor without being a knob. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it was post, it, it was, it, they've just launched this. So Twilio have launched a new project. And I, and I, and the only reason I put it in there is because I, is, is because I haven't read about it and I don't really understand it. It's silent authentication. I kind of like the idea of this. What, it, what is it? I'm going to read whilst you, whilst if you have I'm more of a kind of rock of it. Okay. Okay. So silent, or, silent network authentication is a form of secure consumer authentication to protect end users' accounts and transactions without requiring users to wait or leave your app. Mm -hmm. Carrier connect, it uses carrier connections to verify possession of a phone number in the background without requiring user info. This sounds like a better idea than OTP. Because we all know, anybody who's worked around software long enough, um, for those of you who are not aware, just in case you are new to software engineering and in some way or haven't done this, one-time passwords, OTPs, are everywhere. We're used to them with multi-factor authentication, YubiKeys, Authy, the app, also owned by Twilio, and many other ways of doing it. However, Text-based one-time passwords are terrible. They're easy to forge. They're easy to intercept because, unfortunately, they go through uh, they go through an open connection from A to B. This sounds like a good way of being able to have that device, but because it's integrating with a carrier rather than the end user, it's more foolproof. That actually sounds like a decent bit of tech. But like everything, in order to get when we start layering security like this, at some stage at the bottom of the requirements pile, there is somewhere sitting a one-time text password somewhere. Oh, there, there will be a single, but it's higher in the stack in a more controlled environment without going out to, you know, a spoofed Android device or a multi-user WhatsApp account. Why would why would something like what? Because I haven't still like properly to the grot here. Why would something? Why would why why would why would a silent authentication system like this? What's the difference, and how is it relevant? To it's, the only reason I'm saying stuff? it's um, it's an improvement is the fact that it's actually going. So in the vast majority of countries, to get a phone contract or access to a phone, you actually have to go through uh, ID verification, et cetera, to prove you are the owner of it. In most countries, this is for terrorism and crime reasons. It's the reason why burner phones are so much harder to get than they are they were in the 90s. Well, the 90s and very early noughties. Um, okay. When so, you're talking about the application process, are you talking about the actual, like, the... No, your, no, your customer type taking stuff, in your pass uh, passport and actually verifying you are the person you oh, okay, say you okay. are. So then going through a silent process with the carrier is going, Oi, mate, this bugger actually give you the information. Are they legit? Ooh, okay, so mm, the, the, I did not expect this to like kind of 
At least that's what I, I'm getting from reading it, by the it's way. A, it's interesting for me because this starts to become, it starts to sort of verge on the areas of my knowledge of the industry that I actually do know about because of the credit reference agencies and BROs and mm -hmm. things like that. So this, well... It's doing to, it's doing the verification process all in the background to be, without having to send you the thing to, and to go, be, oh, you are the person who originally had that phone this, number. This is, this, is, uh, this is quite interesting because, but that means that both, but, but Vonage, uh, Vonage itself, my employer, and then, and then Twilio, but are both knocking on the door of the, the places like Equifax and Experian and Experian, how do you know this person? Well, their account numbers are all this and their old addresses from 15 years ago. Why do Experian talk like that? I really wish they did that. <laughs> well, like all good call centers, they need to be they need to be Geordie. But actually, wasn't there wasn't years ago, wasn't there a reason why someone like GiftGap or they chose Geordie as the accent because it was like the least offensive accent that didn't want be. I tell you what, you've got no money left, but good news. You can top up now. And they're like, okay. I didn't think that was the case. I thought that I had a hundred pounds in my account, but also you're a Geordie. So it sounds great. Would you rather have that or a very aggressive Northern German? Ah, no, nine. You've got that. It's like, sorry. You're first up on your account now. Okay, okay, fine. Even um, that, would you like a yam yam where it takes about 15 years to read out one sentence? Is that yam yam? I think that's more brummy. Yam yam, yam yam is sharper, isn't it? It's all slow to me. <laughs> um, or sort of, a, or, or skirting around the point like Italian. <laughs> oh, God. Hello. I ain't going to talk to you. It's okay, it's fine, but uh, credit balance is kind of low. So, you know, what you want to do is a card is a number. Um, we're, we're, I'm sort of getting Greek now. It's all over the place. Um, uh, I, I, I didn't pursue the acting career after I graduated from university properly, which is why it's now all sort of ropey. Um, now, now I'm basically just David Brent. I'm losing um, my shit. You know, like... like I'm broken. What's the... What's the uh, some embassy hammer shit? Um... Ladies and gentlemen, that was a rendition of Jim's wedding party. I was more. I, I was. I was quite. I was quite. I was quite um, dignified in my wedding. I think. <laughs> um, I was not. I was not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm just going to say that, and no one really cares whether that's true or not. Uh, we have officially been just given uh, multiple messages via many means. <laughs> Keep going. This is funny. Oh, we are terrible cubans. This is this is this is funny. The the um the tech, the really bad news is we're actually over time for booking this meeting room. That's because we went to the pub first. Well, yes, but also, am I going to get a knock on the door? Um, not sure. Um, now we're being sort of like like tech punks because we're breaking the rules. Yeah, we can't get away with that. We're not Rob Spector. Who's Rob Spector? Oh God! You can tell he didn't. You, uh, you can tell that Jim didn't get into DevRel until much later in the career. Rob Spector's one of the daddies. <laughs> this is such, this is such like oh uh, you know oh you don't need to know you don't understand. If you'd been here long enough, uh, if you'd have been doing this as long as I have, uh, in reality, right. actually yes, because uh, there were some very dark bits at the beginning. I don't, I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm not sure you actually know this, but um, I'll just I'll just fill you in. Um, actually, actually, well, I, well, actually. Sorry, who's uh, so to... you now own a Jag? What? Only Jag owners are talking ad noise. The Jag. Oh, I'm going for a weekend drive in the Jag. Who's that? That's a Clarkson joke, mate. Oh, Jeremy, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to know much about Jeremy Clarkson joke. What I will, actually, I'm going to re I'm, I'm sure I haven't done this. Like, I was talking about the, off, the office earlier, right? And I was talking about this another way. So, um, for, for old, like, for, as, as a young, as a, the older millennial, like, on the sort of, on the, the Gen X millennial kind of line, the office itself, the UK one or the US one, it's going to, it's going to be, like, almost a sort of a historical artifact of how things used to be. And... I think in the, for certainly for the UK one, it's just going to look like so alien and weird. Um, and I was talking to this, I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but a lot of it sort of is so true in my experience that it's, it's almost fascinating looking back on it, that, it's all, that it tells their own jokes. So, you know, like, so David Brent obviously is, is sort of, is, is sort of uh, um, kind of, I find cringe humour really, really different to deal with. My first, but my first. You find it hard to deal with. It's literally the definition of you. What I'm David Brent. No, your cringe humour. I've listened to your introductions at Fusion. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah. No, but that's give that's that's dishing it out. It's fine. But when I have to <laughs> listen to it, then it's a problem. Um, it's you know, very much like sort of you know say as I do and not do as I say. So <laughs> I remember when my first job. One of my first jobs was an office job, and it was a classic office job, and it was at Zurich Insurance in Birmingham on the Hagley Road. And um, the uh, the head of motor insurance claims of that was for that was the floor that I was on. He um, he sat outside because he wanted to be with the people, and his assist his his um, the the deputy actually had his own office, but that was fine. He he requested his own office, so so it was the wrong way around. But it's fine, and his name I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. And you know when you when you don't understand why your brain has remembered facts. His name was Chris Knowles. Why why I why I have remembered the name from someone from a brief period of my life in two thousand and two. I don't know, but his name was Chris Knowles. And when you're going to be told off, you had to go into the the deputy's office, and it was his office. It's my office. And when you walked in, he he was. He was he was telling me off for something I hadn't done as a temp, so you know I hadn't photocopied the bonnets mm. correctly. Not uh, absolute nonsense, but you couldn't not smile. You had to try and keep a straight face because he had a giant commissioned watercolor painting of his Jaguar <laughs> with personalized number plates behind him, and you just thought, like, I'm sorry. How, how how do you want me to be serious here? Oh, I have no idea how I remember doing that. There's much to unpack from that. <laughs> like three or four stages of unpacking how we used to do things. One, being told off in a side office. Uh, I usually just got told off in public. Oh, well... Toxic businesses. Yeah, yeah, no, that's happened to me. Yeah. Um, the customized number plate. I'm sorry. If you're rich enough to own a customized number plate, you know what you should do with that money? Invest it. 
your car is going to be no more important. And you know what? You drive by and people go, oh, look at that number plate. Fuck him. Oh, this is very stonks talk. This is very like, like, do you know what? I can't believe you bought a, a personalized number plate. You know what you want to do, mate. You know, uh, there's this new coin and like, it's not, no, honestly, it's not like Ethereum. It's, and it's by this new like venture capitalist firm that have created um, sausage coin. I don't know why, I don't know. Give me a name. You want to do smart investments, mate. Um, somebody has just made in, uh, in, in chat and it's just, it made me die inside just a little bit. Somebody just said, sounds like pack publishing. Is it Aaron, is it Aaron Bassett? Why would Aaron Bassett say that? Mm, okay, revealed too much there. I, I think he talked quite a lot. Um, <laughs> no, I know, I'm aware. I used to work with Aaron at Pact. Oh, okay. No, 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 Aaron Bassett. Not William. Oh, no. yeah, no, um, Aaron Bassett also. That's just because of the... So you love, you love like, your, your... Paul has that problem as well, to be honest. You think, what, it's, it's, it's yeah. not much of a it's not much of a secret anymore, not even that controversial, but it seems like Pact as a company is not a great company to work no, with. No, but it's just a case of like, ah, oh, this sounds like Pact. It's like, yeah, he's not wrong. No, I want to I want to know who that is now. Uh, You're a, not wrong. <laughs> somebody who's oddly enough not from Birmingham. No, I know. No, Pact is a is a global uh, is a, is a, is a... No, it's not, it's in India. That's global, isn't it? Oh, uh, and Canada. Now, yes. What do you mean? They have one developer advocate in Canada, and then they no, have, they hired one then, editor in Canada. So, okay, one. Um, I, I feel like I'm dumping in a, on a company I don't have any experience with and don't know anybody. You do uh, me, but apart from you. But this is you. You own this dunking. <laughs> Splatch. Splatch. Anyway, um, you new, know, I, new, new word of the day. If you can. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna force us to stop. <laughs> we should. You should probably. You should probably we, stop. We should. Stop. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's, that reminds me of that. It's not gonna happen. Uh, we've got we've got overtime, which is which is fun. Um, I have stopped caring about the agenda, which either is very. I don't know what we do here, and I don't know why people watch. I don't know if people actually find this interesting or whether it doesn't. Like whether this is entertaining because you know I'm basically just a meat bag that spouts rubbish. So yeah, people do watch. There are listening stats on uh, everything. So yeah, I can tell you that later. I'm not doing it on public because I'll be embarrassed. Let's put it this way: um, the the most popular episode didn't involve you. No. So <laughs> did, sorry. Oh, did or didn't? Did not. Oh, okay. Um, so but you, you need to bend me, right? been set up for most of the last few years anyway um sad to, actually this this the, the, the see it's my crying ceo moment the, the, <laughs> my, this, ladies and gentlemen this is my i didn't i mean i didn't think this was gonna have to be something i would ever have to admit to or say but um i'm i'm, I'm being let go from tech off topic hang on to be fair you you also quit months ago I didn't quit. I had. Was it children's? I had. Oh, no, it was because certain company wouldn't let you carry on doing it. Oh, okay. Yes. But we're not trying to be mean to that company because that company in general is quite nice. So we're not naming <laughs> that country. What, what, what it was, was I didn't have time to do it. That's Correct. the easiest, yes. easiest way of doing it. 
Uh, anyway, but no, there is a thing that we should do before we sign off and let people have the rest of the Oh, we need to say. do promo. Yeah, we do. Now, the question is, good sir, do we promo that entire list that was in the TechMid Slack? Or just the two that I've listed? Um, I think for the conference, so for anyone that was, was listening last week, we were doing, we were saying, hey, TechMids is happening. It's a Midlands conference that is going to be hybrid, so it's going to be streamed online. Uh, and but also it is in person, which is quite which is quite cool in a very very cool venue in Birmingham. Uh, come to come to Birmingham uh, in the UK. It's not rubbish because the Commonwealth Games has just happened, is and and we've realised that we can all throw a party. Yeah, and because actually, colonialism is great. And it's actually let's not get into it. And we did this last time. Let's not get into the empire past bit. We're, we're past that. Hopefully, um, although you know, the, the Theresa May and her handling of Windrush probably doesn't say oh, that's fine. She's just going to back um, to the Falklands. But but but, but anyway, um, uh, what I mean is we can throw a party. Yes, um, and we also, do have our allotment. We, we are constitutional alcoholics. The, the, the start of this, <laughs> the start of the start of all of this for the seeds was was written by a man called John Bounds, who created a book called Birmingham. It's not shit. Which is great. <laughs> I need to get my hands on that. Uh, and there's a website for it. Oh. Um, but anyway, TechMids Conference, which is a one-day track conference, have started announcing some of their speakers. And yes. it is a really cracking lineup. It's also a very mixed lineup. So there is going to be something for nearly everybody. Yeah, it's it, it's it's like it's a the, proper the topics are all it really is kind of like roll. It's device. a proper poly event. But I like I like that though. I like then why having... did you only come to one hack friends? Because I've only known you for one reference, that's why. Ladies and gentlemen, we now know that Jim is not good enough. I don't even, that's that's unnecessary sledging. Your entire development career, there was a hack reference to begin with. Um, Yes, that's true. Yep. There we go. Anyway, moving on. Uh, It's got a really, really diverse um, set of uh, like topics. I believe there's everything from. Uh, Kubernetes and like full-on back-end DevOpsy stuff to um, career diversity and like increasing the amount of people within software engineering as a whole. Like it, it's a it's a wide ass spectrum. Um, what have we got? So I would scroll down. So we've got um, from in in reverse order from the announcing Piper Bates and Piper Bates was. Um, uh, was the men was the in the boot camp? She was boot camp the, one. It was like well, they were boot camp one. Was it boot camp one? It was boot yep. camp, what, was it? Uh, they were the boot camp one or two. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was one of the one of the later ones because it was it was one of those whole jump twenty four like a whole company. No, it was brought in because Chris Miller, who uh, was originally a boot camper, joined in later, and that was okay. No, I think you're right. I think it may have been two or three. Because I hired from one, mentored two, skipped three. This is boring for everyone. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes, so um, diversity in tech from 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 Piper. Um, I I thought I thought actually it was part of the cohort that um, that uh, the Jump Twenty Four is an entire company kind of mentor, which is really cool. Carly, Carly is going to be really really cool. That's um, monitoring digital experience to determine feature effectiveness. I am scared of that talk. Um, that's like, there's going to be too many shrewds in that one. <laughs> well, no, it's more a case of that. It just harks back to my days, DevRelling for Logs.io. Uh, 
that's what, how you feel about former employers up to you um, oh no it's how i it's not my former employer it's her current employer and the fact they were shit with licensing of open source software um i'm i am diplomatic with with with, with these things and mike just doesn't care so uh the next one <laughs> is uh is is canal who i think is possibly is not possibly is moving to the uk because of the mentorship possibly by tom withers and alistair I think yes, but it's not coming to Birmingham. <laughs> no, but we'll we'll, we'll sort that out. I'm moving coming, to London. I'm coming we'll... because of the Brummies, but Birmingham. Ew. I wouldn't want to go there. That's full of that's full of uh, uh, I, that's full of crime, and 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 also there's no money there, which is, well, none, none of which is true. Anyway, that's scaling communities to be more inclusive, which is going to be quite cool. Yeah, um, Becky Pauly. Um, lost in the cloud, shifting to DevOps. You don't have to read out the entire in uh, the, 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 the. I'm talking about the, the speakers with which, yeah. Uh, Jess Rose, um, you know, does, does does Jess Rose need any introduction? Probably not. Um, scaling beyond code. Um, what else have we got? Um, Ollie Stevenson developing design systems. That's going to be interesting. So there's like yeah, it's a bit, it's like a bit of, it's a bit of everything, isn't it? That's going to be sort of super cool. So I'm quite hyped for that. I am signed up to be a volunteer. Good for you. Oh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I've already put my hat into the MC. Oh, okay. Before you did it, <laughs> <laughs> I was never going to be MC for that. Like I don't, anyway, this is like a sort of um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is all like I, I think I feel with like. This is the problem we've got with our format is like when you is when we start descending into in jokes that nobody else is going to get is going to get at all. Uh, to be fair, no, okay. So just to give everybody else the last of the details, it's October fourteenth. It's in Birmingham at um, Millennium Point, if I remember correctly. Yes. So if you want to be in person, it's going to be at Millennium Point. Otherwise, it will be on. I believe it's going to be on YouTube. I didn't know what channel it was going to be. However, the details of which exact location it's going to be streamed to are yet to be decided. Yes, they're doing this on very short notice. It's quite a scramble. So much so that I have been informed there are possible multiple tracks that they still haven't worked out if there's going to be multiple tracks. I could not possibly comment on that of whether there's going to be surprise tracks. I don't know yet because we don't know yet. Um, But also... It's free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a full-day conference that's free. It's free. It's it's world-class speakers. It's free. Um, that's what's happening. Um, I don't think it's, that's been the sort of absorbing everything in the tech e- ecosystem. There's, there's a, is there like a, um, what else is happening kind of locally to mention? I don't think there's, there's. You mean other than our stuff next month? What's our, what's our stuff? Fusion. Oh, yeah. We should probably promote my own, my, our own event. <sighs> Hannah, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry about Jim. I'll make up for it when he's not doing the MC this time. My team, my team always kind of prop me up because I'm useless. It's fine. Um, But yes, on the 29th of September, so before Birmingham Tech Week and before Tech Mids, there is going to be Fusion. So far, we have the wonderful White Panther, aka Salma, who is uh, speaking. We also have actually our we don't have those confirmed. I'm not going to say those before I, I'm going to. Something. I'm going to. I'm going to suggest that I'm going to say we've got. We've got. Hopefully, a docs no, writer. We have hopefully one of the best docs writers in the world. 
yes, I would say that's true. We have, well, actually, actually, we have a pick of one of the two best dock prices in the world, but getting through to them is quite difficult. Yeah. But yes, uh, I'm hoping that one of them will reply. And we have other people, but they have not confirmed, so I should keep my damn mouth shut. There are some, the best way to describe this is there are some ambitious speakers for us to get, and we might get them. <laughs> so yes, so feel free if you are going to be in the Birmingham area on Thursday, the 29th of September, come down to the studio and be part of the Fusion Meetup. If not, you can stream it live as it has been for the last two years. Courtesy of you. Um, so yeah. oh, I should. Um, uh, we've been asked for links for it, but um, our glorious leader has not created the Eventbrite page yet. So <laughs> I, uh, I I can't drop the link because uh, our glorious leader Hannah. Sorry, Hannah. I'm going to rag on you She's now. She's probably listening to this live as well. She's probably going to like bloody hell. I Mikey so some faff sometimes. <laughs> Hannah is, shall we say, when it comes to organizing this uh, thing, does not like doing things before everything is set. The yeah. problem is she has a bad habit of leaving to like two weeks beforehand. There's a, there's a second child in the mix. And as, as the owner of, of one child, which is getting older now, I can, I can, I can, I can say that um, uh, tech and children is a difficult work-life balance. And it's nice to work for somewhere where um, that is appreciated. Slight kind of like pimp for my company there. Um, Bonage is really good at this. I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'm, but for people who are interested, I am just going to link um, to the actual fusion events thing, so when people can find out for themselves later on. Um, I will be pimping it out in my stream the moment we have more details, because that's what I do. Because Biggie, uh, Billy Big Balls over here. <laughs> is that me? Is that me? Oh, that's Billy. Oh, Billy Big Balls. Are you calling me, me Billy Big Balls? Why are you Billy Big Balls then? Because I'm a kind of a big deal. Oh, what's, what's that from? I'm kind of a big deal. Um, that, sorry, I believe man. that's Anchorman. I've, oh, yes, yes, yes. I've never actually seen the whole movie, so I couldn't comment. I watched it. Not that, not that. Sorry, take off topic. Can can we? Can someone in chat make a note that we need to talk about Anchorman next time? Um, <laughs> kind of, kind of. And and if you know, if you want to know why what it wants to be discussed, I'll just I'll just throw like overrated. It was a bit average and pedestrian and crap. That will annoy people. That's fine. That's for ne that's for next time. That's fine. Let's just describe Will Ferrell's career. Not gonna disagree <laughs> with you. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much, everybody who's <laughs> tuned in. This will be published onto everyone's favorite podcast uh, location if you want to listen to it. If you've missed any of it later by Monday, I've set myself a target of turning it around in less than 48 hours. That's, that's, that's impressive. Yep. Why, but why make promises like sales, isn't it? This API is going to be ready in a week. Did you, did you ask the engineering about this? Have you been talking to the product team at my place? I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going. We're, we're, we're ending the podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to let Mike. Like, I'm actually stopping him from hurting himself by slating his own his own company. But anyway, so thank you very much for everybody tuning in. Um, this has been Tech Off Topic, and we'll see you again in what two or so weeks. See you again sometime. Hopefully, the next one. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>